Welcome to the Mom Tuition Podcast, where we help ambitious moms tap into their intuition, find their purpose, and live their best life. I'm your host, Katie. Join me each week as we dive into career, business, self-development, and personal growth. Get inspired by successful moms and experts who have been in your shoes. This is your weekly dose of motivation and practical tips to unlock your true potential. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up working moms and welcome back to the Mom Tuition Podcast. I am so excited to be here today. I am back in San Diego after last week being in Boulder, Colorado for work. I was there with Win Republic, who I work for, at the Boulder 70.3 Expo and Race. And we were there to obviously sell some of our triathlon kits and cycling kits, accessories, etc. But we were also there to connect with the community. And we had never been to that race before. And it was great to see some familiar faces, but also get to know some new people, especially from the ambassador team that Win Republic has. It's called Winner. And I might sound a little hoarse because those expos are, they're awesome, but you do talk all day and I naturally have kind of a hoarse voice. And so when I do a lot, a lot, a lot of talking, uh, it starts to go. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's where that's coming from. I also wanted to share, I think it's really interesting to hear about what childcare looks like when both parents are traveling. And so for us, my husband and I both were working at this event and Grayson traveled with us. And I'm lucky that where we were going, my sister lives in Fort Collins, Colorado, and my parents happened to be visiting her. And so they kindly looked after Grayson while the both of us worked. And I I always feel like sometimes you see these families or parents and on Instagram and they're sharing about how they're doing this or doing that and you're like, who's watching the kids? And especially when they're younger, right? Because when they're older, maybe it's a little bit easier. But I just really feel like the more we can be transparent about our own stories, it either validates others or it inspires them or just helps to see what the behind the scenes looks like because we all know that it takes a village to raise kids and to do life. And I am just so grateful that my bo- both my husband and my families want to help and support us so that they had a blast they took Grayson hiking at two and a half years old the kid did like a four mile hike up a mountain well two miles up two miles down or something and then they took him hiking again at Mount Sinitas and he did another two mile hike that was like straight up um and maybe Maybe these endurance genes run strong uh, in our gene pool because this kid could go, 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 go. 
and it was pretty cool. Uh, Before we get into today's solo episode, I did want to remind you all that I do have some one-on-one coaching spots available. So you, if you are a working mom or maybe who needs extra support, uh, whether you're a new mom and you're just trying to figure out this whole gig between momming and working and, and you're feeling overwhelmed or maybe you're a mom who wants to start a business, I would love to help you do this and I'd love to connect. So I will put that information in the show notes, but I do still have openings for one-on-one coaching with me. So if this is something of interest to you, DM me on Instagram at themomtuition, or you can email me, katie at themomtuition.com, or you can even just go to my website and learn a little bit more. Again, I'll put this information in the show notes. So today's solo podcast episode really stemmed from this idea that in life, there are experts, right? There are experts in our fields. There are people who we look up to, whether it's information or inspiration, whether that is in the business space, the self-development space, the uh, as athletes, as creatives, whatever that looks like. But there seems to be sometimes this feeling like anything is oversaturated and anything and everything and people are already doing it so why should I do it and then we all take the safe route and so really today's podcast episode is kind of the underdog versus the already established business or um, entrepreneur and I think, you know, obviously we can look at this from a coaching angle, we can look at this from a business angle, an apparel company, and and we can look at it in 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 a from a lot of different perspectives. And I don't know about you, but for me, the already established, the really really big names oftentimes aren't the people that I'm looking up to, aren't the people that I'm trying to find for inspiration or guidance or mentorship. And I think about this like in sports, how it's great to have these elite athletes. And obviously with me coming from a soccer and then a triathlon and running background, that's been primarily where I've gotten my athletic inspiration from. But you know, I think about sports teams and how we're always cheering for the underdog or in, again, from like a mentor or an inspiration standpoint, how all of a sudden someone will have a breakthrough moment. And now that person is front and center in the media. And But prior to those moments of them being front and center in the media or having this breakthrough moment, they were tangible. They were accessible. They were someone that you could reach out to and ask all the questions that you want to know. And if you look at things from a business perspective, 
you know, a lot of times it seems like, man, everyone's already doing it. But then there's your spin. And I'll give you an example because I work for Win Republic. And Beth and Luke McKenzie, who started Win Republic, are both retired professional triathletes. And, you know, when they started Win Republic six years ago this July, there were already existing triathlon apparel companies, and it's a really small space. And there, I'm sure there was an opportunity in their mind, or there was thoughts in their minds about how they would do things differently or what are people doing right now? How are they going to stand out? And there's a risk. There's always a risk involved, whether you're starting a product-based company or you're starting a service-based company and whether you're starting a solopreneur company or a, you know, you have dreams of having it be a big company. And there's always the risk and there's always the what ifs. But when you commit, they committed to their idea and they knew it was going to work. And I will be bringing Beth McKenzie, who is a mom of two, the wife of Luke McKenzie, who started this business, onto the podcast um, as she has an amazing story. But the point is, is they could have seen everyone already doing it. And in the cycling kit industry, you know, you have the Rafas and the maps of the world, if you're familiar with the with the cycling industry. And you go, man, they're doing it so well. Could I ever do that? Would I ever be able to do that? But I'll tell you, there's always a spin. There's always an opportunity. And at the end of the day, there's always room for you. Always. And I was actually thinking, I think about this all the time, even as I am doing this podcast. You know, there's a big part of me that was like, man, I'm entering the podcast space after it's long established. And and there's parenting podcasts and there's self-development and personal growth and all sorts of podcasts, but there's not a podcast with me. There's not a, a triathlon and cycling apparel company with Beth and Luke McKenzie. And what is it that is different? It's you. Yes, sometimes with like a product-based company or even a service-based company, you know, there's tweaks and not everything is successful. But a lot of times it is less about the underdog status and the oversaturation that someone might feel or that we might feel. And it's more about giving up before you even get started. And I think that comes from seeing people at the top and not seeing people start out at the very beginning. And that's just how it works, right? Like, as we grow, as someone builds their audience or more and more people have heard of the podcast or uh, read the book or, you know, followed along with an athlete or team that's winning, et cetera, all of a sudden, 
everyone has heard of, you know, these these people or these companies. And but we don't get to see it from the ground up all the time because we don't sign up for it from the beginning. You know, that's actually one, you know, the tipping point. If you've read that book um, by Malcolm Gladwell, that's one of the things that he kind of talks about is all of a sudden there's this tipping point where a, a brand grows beyond that growth period and now it's like off to the races. And that's a really, but, but you only find out about it most of the time because people take a long time to buy in. But in my life, I, you know, when I seeked out anything for the most part this is what excites me about the startup world i i've always wanted to be the underdog and i know that's not for everyone but the excitement in the underdog is you know when when i was doing uh, fitness and beth had reached out and i had been helping here and there with win it excited me that there was something new in a space that I loved that I could get behind. And now in the parenting space as well, I became a parent and I had all of these thoughts and feelings and these experiences. And it was like, you know what? I could sit here and I could see everyone in the coaching business who is promoting their one-on-one, promoting their courses, promoting digital download products, et cetera, and go, someone's already doing it, be mopey, mopey, mopey. Or I can be like, you know what? How cool. I'm drawn to this space. I'm excited. This, there's only so many people that someone can reach and eventually you're no longer like I was saying you you become untouchable and the beauty of the beginning stages again I'm going to take win for example because again we're only six years old this July but I've been thinking a lot about customer service there's been a lot of instances in my life lately of seeing where customer service might be falling short or where it's excelling. And one thing about Win Republic that I can promise you at this stage is our customer service is exceptional. And that is because every we are a small company and everyone touches in some capacity the customer journey, hands-on hands-on customer journey and with that it makes for an amazing customer service experience and I love that Beth Luke and myself are in touch with the customers again going back to Boulder the people that were coming by were a lot of the time were coming by to say hi that are on the winner ambassador team that are on a custom client of ours team that just are familiar with the brand and are a loyal customer and they just want to come say hi. Now more often Beth and Luke than me, but I love that we are small enough 
And so when you think about these bigger brands, you're talking through a manager, you're talking through a PR agency, you're talking through a third party. And I know a lot of businesses and or um, solopreneurs, they want to get to a point where they can outsource all sorts of things. But the reality is that that's where the beauty is in the underdog. That's where the beauty is in the person getting started is that they can handhold more. They have the, the desire, they have the, the time, the bandwidth, and you can really see and feel the difference in that experience. And so if you're going through something right now where you are wondering, should you, like, you're afraid because you're the underdog or some, someone's already established or someone's doing it. You know, I bought these cloud slides. I don't know if you guys have seen that ad on Instagram, but there, there's, uh, at least I was served it dozens and dozens of times but there is this flip-flop um slide called cloud slides and I was getting served the ad over and over and over again and I was like ah I don't know like it looks a lot like the soccer sandals I used to wear Adidas soccer sandals growing up and but cuter and and definitely more fashionable and perfect. I was thinking perfect for pregnancy, but I hadn't seen anyone wearing them. Or even when I DM'd it to a few friends, they hadn't heard of it. Instead, they just became intrigued like I was. And I was thinking so many things. I was like, you know, this company, Cloud Slides, they could have looked at all their competitors that could make us a shoe like this. I mean, Reef Sandals is making a shoe. An Australian brand called Archie's is making a shoe like this. Uh, Amazon has a knockoff of this cloud slide. Um, I mean, you could probably get it through Steve Madden or, you know, any tons and tons of shoe companies could be making this uh, already established shoe companies could easily make this. And instead, someone decided, I'm just going to go for it. And it is comfortable, it is affordable, and their customer service was top-notch because they sell very few products. Their focus is primarily on, uh, you know, just this little, little uh, skew range that they offer. And it's definitely manufactured in China. Someone figured it out. They worked probably with some manufacturer, had a design idea, all of those things. And that's awesome. But the point of this is whoever started this company, again, I didn't research this going into this. I'm definitely uh, letting this podcast just flow out of me. But what I what I think about with these things is you can look at the big guns and go, where do I fit in? How could I do this? Someone's already doing this. And just be weighed down and have negative thoughts and how am I ever going to do that? Or, But who cares? If it lights you up inside, if you have an idea that you're like, 
I'm excited about this and I know it is going to be successful. You got to go for it. Who cares about the already established businesses? They're always going to be there. There, there's all, there's always going to be the Apples, the Amazons, the Googles of the world, uh, the Metas. Those are like the really, really big guns. But even, you know, I think about the Tony Robbins and the Mike Dooley's and the, uh, you know, uh, Jack Canfield's and the, any, any one in the self-development space that has a big name and, oh, how am I ever gonna say or do something different? But you have your own message, you know? Are there gonna be other Oprahs of the world? Look at everyone who has a talk show now. Um, and I think about, did anyone expect Kelly Clarkson to have her own talk show? No, but people love it. Um, and or starting a podcast, you can look at the rich roles of the world or, you know, um, the Joe Rogans, et cetera. But it, there's, there's uh, people are always looking for a new voice. They're looking for new, 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 new. Now, obviously, you have to build trust and uh, you want to, but that comes slowly. So when you get started, you just got to make sure that it feels good, that you love it, that you could be doing it for free. A lot of times we are at the beginning. No one's paying us. Nothing. We're not making any money. And that is when you know if you can wake up and you're like, gosh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to design that. I can't wait to look through a color book or and choose pantones or I can't wait to put a font on that or build a website or help this person or take care of that dog or whatever it is whatever is lighting you up go for it we are looking we are all looking for new voices for new products for something new and that doesn't have to be, you know, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Shark Tank. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Um, but a lot of times those companies definitely have like something majorly innovative. But a lot of times they don't take bone bus socks. They made socks and look at them now. And socks are being made. Tons of socks. And they crushed it. They were like, look, socks could be done better. Stance socks, now competitor, they're competitors in some ways, I think, Bombas and, and Stance. But again, these product-based businesses, we can do the same for service-based products. But they entered the market space that already existed that was already established and they just put their own spin on it. And I think about this even for myself, you know, I'm being pretty vulnerable here, but I'm just getting started with mom tuition. And I think, you know, I'm opening up one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and because that makes me feel so good. When I worked with those women for a few weeks, I, I couldn't wait to 
officially announced that I had one-on-one coaching open. But I'm going to be honest. It's not like people are knocking down my door. I'm new. I, I don't have a wait list. I don't have... Um, I I don't have to turn anyone away yet. And that's just the reality. But it's so beautiful. And when people reach out on Instagram or email me, I have time. I have time because my plate isn't exploding yet. Uh, Maybe 10 years from now, you know, obviously I have visions and goals and dreams. And, um, I, but for now, I'm so grateful to be in these beginning stages. And one could say, look at the coaching business out there. Look at it. It's saturated. And we can look at the Amy Porterfields and we can look at the, uh, I'm blinking on a few of the other names, but anyway, we, we can look at it and go, oh my gosh, someone's doing it. Or even... I'm following a bunch of content creators in the parenting space that are humor focused. And someone out there might be like, I want to do funny reels and do my own take on parenting and, and uh, yeah, put my own spin on it. But hey, they're doing it really well. And why would I add to it? Because you're you. Because you are you. You have your own family. You have your own experience. And people are looking to hear stories. They want to hear, sto- I want to hear stories. I care more about listening to someone's uh, his- history, personal history, who they are, where they're going, getting to know them on an individual basis than sometimes the actual content that they're sharing. And a lot of that has to do with that develops credibility right? So when we can, especially in this day and age, there aren't a ton of companies that are, could start out now without having some type of story, without having uh, someone who started it. You know, there definitely are companies that, that don't have that aspect, but what draws people in, you know, I got served an ad again um, on an Insta story of a girl who started her own jewelry company. And she was saying why she started it and how she started it. And it was like a 45 second ad. And it brought me in and it created almost an instant curiosity. I wouldn't say loyalty, but it instant curiosity about who she was, and it made me want to support her, you know? And that, there, there isn't anything like that. And so when we as underdogs are looking to start something, we have to be okay with and be excited about being the underdog. You are accessible. You are you. You have a new perspective. There are people looking to listen to you. And and I truly believe that, which is why I'm sharing this all today. You know, I think about even running shoes, you know, go back to product base because that's what I'm, you know, I'm very familiar with that space. But I think about Hoka running shoes. 
entering. And everyone was like, that is such a weird looking shoe. Look at Hoka today. Then you have on running. On running starts with a weird looking shoe. And they are entering the running shoe space. I mean, and you're dealing with the the competitors of the world of the the Nikes, the Sauconies, the Adidas, the um the Brooks running, the list goes on at New Balance. I mean, and it's like they both were like, I've got something that's super cool and I believe in it. And I'm going to enter this space and do it really awesome. And I remember, I remember being in Kona and Hoka had this tiny, tiny, tiny booth. And no one had really heard a ton about them yet. And you could go and you could try on their shoes. And again, they were these like big cushiony shoes that they still have today. And now it's cool. It went through the tipping point. Everybody is wearing Hoka shoes. I'm seeing it with on running. Same thing. And who, that's you. That's me. That is, they started as the underdog. And it takes doing what you love every single day or approximately every single day, but waking up even if you just think about it, you don't necessarily have to execute on it, but it is waking up feeling so excited about something and staying in that space and letting go of the how or the when or you know the what ifs and just keep doing the small things. Small things add up to big things. And that is definitely true for business. And in this day and age, you can also think, oh man, how am I going to grow my social media? And you can do all the hacks you want. But it's going to take time because in today's world, it takes community. And you have to build a community. And you have to respond and connect and keep putting things out there. Keep creating. Keep sharing. And it doesn't have to be fancy. People want to know who you are. What you're doing. Why you're doing it. And the little things in your life. You know? Like, who are you? And so, this is this podcast episode really ended up being a big motivational speech. <laughs> because that's what I believe. There aren't facts. I don't have tangible takeaways today. I have inspiration. I have motivation. I have telling you it's worth it. I have history of, you know, these other brands sharing these other brands who have done it, who are doing it. And so you, me, we can sit around. We can sit around and watch other people do what we want to do and see a new face pop up and then they explode and see it again and a new product and it pop up and explode. And we can watch it again and again and again and just do our own thing and stay safe. Or we can be that person too. And again, 
oftentimes success looks like overnight success. I think this happens most commonly with musicians or athletes. I think we see it in those spaces a lot. But it didn't just happen overnight. They practiced. Those musicians, those athletes, they were writing songs and playing the guitar every single day or they were playing with their soccer ball every single day or they, you know, they were putting in the the day-to-day, even if it was five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, eight hours, 10 hours, whatever it looked like, but every day they were taking a step forward and we have that opportunity to do that too and eventually it will work out. It will. And with that, I... I actually have to get to a doctor's appointment. Um, Being 30 weeks pregnant, they start coming every two weeks for the next little bit, and then they start coming every month. And before you know it, this baby boy is going to be here. So um, I hope that you feel good right now. I hope that this episode made you feel alive, lit up, and you are ready to go about your day. And I can't wait to hear what you thought of today's episode if it resonated with you if you found it helpful and if you really like today's episode I would love it if you screenshot it or shared it on social and again I I my goal right now is to build community that's what I want to do I want to build community obviously I have these coaching spots open so yes if you're interested in coaching as well I'm looking to grow that but I, I want to connect with you listeners. Who are you? What are you doing? What draws you to this podcast? What do you want um, to connect on? What are you f- resonating with? Let's, let's chat. So I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day. And I look forward to connecting with you all very soon. <laughs>